not able to live the life you need to live because of pesky issues like health, money, family, things that are killing your focus, begging you to procrastinate, or you're helping professional in the medical, social, or correctional system, dealing with people you know have potential, but you just can't seem to reach them. Or maybe you have entrepreneurial aspirations, but can't seem to maintain the drive and the direction to make it happen. I'm Rich Jones, an RN, a certified life coach and health coach. Join me for Essential Change, the podcast, where we separate the self-help and motivational BS from what you really need to know and do to actually live your best lifestyle, your essential change. Hello, Rich Jones, RN for Essential Change, the podcast, episode 31. Today, we're going to take a little break from the series, the series that we started, um, Think and Grow with Purpose. Uh, we had taken care of uh, Desire, uh, and we had just finished with Faith. So out of the 13 principles, we took care of two of them. Today, we're going to take a quick break in that series, and we're going to talk about something else today. We'll come back to the series, uh, the next episode. Today, I want to talk about self-care and what what does that actually mean? I had this in mind uh, in speaking with an individual that I know who is uh, in the recovery process. And during our conversation, uh, he had some good things to say about what he was doing in his recovery process and some of the things that he had went over you know, with the therapists and the group and things of that nature. But when I begin to ask him some basic questions about how he cares for himself in general and other areas of his life, he, he started, started to stumble a lot and really wasn't definite about some of the areas of just caring for himself in general. Simple things like uh, how he physically handled nutrition, how he handled some aspects of his social life and what priorities did he put on that. Other things like just the business of how he took care of his, his day-to-day activities. Was he a scheduler? Was he not? Did he look forward to this, that? Was he a goal maker? Such and such. He was really uh, taken back by me even asking the questions in the way that I was asking them. Um, you have to understand that when it comes to self-esteem, and we're building bridges to other healing processes, we have to remember that that self-esteem really goes really back to self-care. And does the individual really believe that they deserve self-care in a number of areas? And not everyone is equal when it comes to those areas. We find some people, I've talked to some people, uh, vegetarian, take vitamins, you know, maybe even exercise. But when it comes to other aspects of their personal life, getting things in order and taking care of themselves and their life and the people around them, they their their balance is way off. They they tend to go overboard with one of the areas and not really understand that they deserve self care in in the whole area of self-care, not just one particular thing, but there needs to be some balance to that and some thought process in understanding that self-care is a outward expression of self-esteem. And even if you are lacking some parts of self-esteem, it's important to understand that to continually show 
and produce those physical areas that prove that you care about yourself. And that's, you know, what we're calling about self-care. I found out that in the area of self-care, when one of the basic areas is lacking, that actually provides more of an uphill battle to take care of the actual deficit that you as a helping professional or that person may be working on for themselves. And it provides stumbling stones and make things just a little bit harder. So what you want to do is you want to help them shore up those areas. And then the areas that we are focusing on, whether it be some type of detrimental uh, situation or drug abuse or whatever it may be, that they can actually put more of their focus into that and be free and not have other parts or other easily maintenance areas of their life causing a, a drag down or a weight and causing something, giving them something to stumble on. I mean, we understand that they there is a course, a field of study, a coach, for every one of the specific areas of self-esteem, we can find a diet coach. We could find a, a self-esteem coach. We can find an exercise, a physical exercise coach. All these type of coaches are available. But when we're dealing with someone as a helping professional and we're dealing with a specific detrimental uh, situation and we are trying to help them work their work their life, they do not have time for a multitude of different coaches for each and every area. So we have to basically break it down to an attitude of self-care. And then if there's anything specific they can work on, they, they can work on that with a specific coach or what have you. But what we need to develop as a helping professional while they're helping them out of their main detrimental situation is have them be able to have the attitude and the understanding that they deserve self-care and they have the responsibility themselves to deliver that self-care for themselves. It's not something that they, it's something that they deserve and it's something that they have to make happen and they need to be aware of it. So as we work on other situations, even though we are not an expert in these certain areas of self-care, don't let that be a reason not to bring it up, discuss it, and kind of make sure that they're reminded that they do deserve to take care of themselves. They deserve to be taken care of, but it is their responsibility to make that happen and to keep an eye out in all those different areas and try to maintain balance. And it is not something that we as a uh, helping professional need to overlook. We need to go ahead and bring it up every time. Are you taking care of yourself in certain ways? We don't have to be specific if that's not your area of expertise, but we need to let them know that we worry about them in not just the specific area that is our expertise, but in all areas that they're well-rounded and that any snags that might be caused in areas that we are trying to give assistance aren't slowed down by other areas, which could be helped by the very understanding that they deserve self-care and some basic tools in order to find and improve those areas of self-care. So ideas on an action plan that you can develop uh, that does not get in the way of other things that you are trying to take care of is just to continually remind them that it is something that they need to prioritize in some way, even if it is on the outside of the conversations that we are having about, you know, specific situations. Um, it's good for you to understand as a helping professional and the people that you're trying to help to understand that just the actions of self-care give confidence, basic confidence and boost self-esteem, reduce stress. 
you know, promote the sense, the sense of self-purpose, just the very idea that you are engaging in self-care thoughts and activities, okay? Physically and nutritionally, some of the things are just obvious. I've said that before. There is, unless it is possible and convenient, there's no need to actually have a overly aggressive physical self-care program. But to understand that, address it and do some basic research and put the effort into it. Uh, we find that when most people put the effort into self-care, it builds on itself. It's a momentum causer. It builds on itself. Just the idea that you deserve it and you can keep uh, working on it. The next thing to understand is that it is something that you can discuss with other people. Uh, we try to tell them that you can get other people to help you, people that are giving your um giving you support. Let them know sort of what you're doing and have some people that you can bounce a couple of things around with. When you're in a situation where you are putting all of your mentality into a certain area and trying to shore up that area, it's good to have others to help you keep everything else up. And certainly self-care items is certainly something that you can discuss. So you don't need to keep that bottled up. Another thing about self-care we like to tell people is Pay attention to your results and how you're feeling about your results. Don't brush off feelings of you know, wishing you had of taking care of a thing and just brush it off. Don't brush off areas um, where you know that you need to shore up some nutritional things or some exercise things. Don't continue to brush them off. Make some time to plan for it and think about it. Uh, listen to your body. Listen to your conscience. Anything that's pulling you in that direction, listen to it. Hear it. Basically set up a mindset that you're a sponge to anything that has anything to do with your own self-care, your own uh, your own self-maintenance. Make sure that you keep continue to understand and you tell people that you're helping. Continue to understand that it's something that you deserve. You need to keep that at the forefront of, of, of what you're doing. Uh, let's talk about, you know, just a few areas, about five basic areas, and we're not going to get too specific, but just want to give you an idea of the mindset and how we're thinking about talking to people we're trying to help or help ourselves. Uh, one of the areas of self-care that I think is under underestimated, underlooked at, and under-talked about is the value of routine. Um, let's make sure that when you are dealing with someone that you are trying to help in one area, that they also have a routine of some sort for life. That routine will give them time not to place so much value on things that just pop up, okay? A lot of those things can be handled in routine instead of revisiting things new every day and not being a very specific person. Without that routine, it's very difficult to now jump into things that are very important if you've put energy into things that could be part of a routine. It's very important to understand that the more routine items you build in, the more they have an opportunity to set and follow a specific direction, a direction that also now strengthens some of the real detrimental situations that you're working on. So you can use that routine to now build strength in all the rest of the areas that uh, work along with what you're trying to actually accomplish in that major area. Another one is creativity. Creativity is extremely important because it allows a person to actually get to see and feel what their internal essence and impact is on the world. Anytime you create, you take something from within, 
and you put it out and it shows up in a certain area, whether it be a craft, whether it be writing, whether it be anything, your creativity will show and it gives people more of an opportunity to see their impact on the world and see that they can do, they can move, they can inspire. Uh, and that also helps now with the strength that they need to work on some of the more serious issues of their life. But they get that feeling that they have the ability to make an impression, make an indent on their world. Sleep is another area. And it's obvious, you know, get enough sleep. You tell somebody to get enough sleep. That's the obvious part. But not so obvious is I tell people, be in control of your sleep. In other words, have yourself and your own planning dictate when you will arrive at sleep and when you will stop sleep. Do not let other people dictate where you go to bed when somebody's done talking to you or when particular television shows go off or whatever. Have a better plan for uh, how you approach sleep and rest. Uh, just getting out of bed whenever somebody calls you or hitting the snooze button constantly. Have an idea of when you engage in sleep and when you're going to release and follow that plan. It helps a lot. Next thing you know, you'll be getting much better rest because you have turned around and made actual rest a priority instead of having it be the residue of the end of the day. The next area, talk about it. Talk about it with someone. Um, talk about it in groups if you can. Uh, journaling, most important. Um, it's important to understand that uh, a verbal outlet helps in the self-care genre extraordinarily. Always be able to find someone or something to communicate with. The next area is to reduce distraction. We talked about this a number of times, but a distraction reduction plan can mean so much for anyone. We talk about distraction as in we break it down. In second stars, we break it down to minutes of the day. The minutes that you spend doing something that is uh, not productive can be stolen back and you can add production to those minutes. And we can actually measure that in minutes of the day we take back from distraction and add production, add education. We can add those things. There's so many wasted minutes. Distraction of any sort, media or whatever otherwise, is, is huge. And it should be attacked almost as it's a, an entity that's coming to get you. Take, take you know, an actual attitude against distraction and start really working on it and understanding that even if you steal 60 seconds somewhere, take it. Be aggressive with your fight against distraction. And we'll end with this. I read uh, somewhere when looking at this subject that this self-care is not selfish. And, and, and I agree with that. Uh, we like to put it as it's the right kind of selfishness. In other words, it's a type of selfishness that is very beneficial to you and those around you. That type of selfishness will, in the end, improve your world, make you a stronger person. And when you're a stronger person, then you can go out and help somebody. Uh, when you're a stronger person as a helping professional, it gives you a little bit more strength to help others. So remember, it's self-care is not selfish. But if it is selfish, it's the right kind of selfishness. So let's remember, let's really put an emphasis on self-care, uh, what it can do for self-esteem, what, what it can do for everything that we're trying to do, even the most important problems that we're trying to work out. Self-care is a benefit. So let's remember, 
everybody get out there and help somebody get better, stay better, and be better. Well, that's another episode of Essential Change, the podcast recorded in live. Please, guys, can you help me out? Give me a rating wherever you get your podcast, so more people like you can find me. Find us. And let's spread the word to change lives from day one to day 1,000. You can find me on the web at secondstarts.com. That's spelled with number two, two, N-D-S-T-A-R-T-S dot com. I've got a growing presence on Facebook, and I'm on LinkedIn, so please come find me. Thank you for another episode of Essential Change, the podcast. Was the way to go And you put up your puppet show I say cheers to life No, I'll be no good man's wife